All right. Um, so let's get this uh, ball rolling. Um, welcome to another episode of Three View, uh, the show podcast. I, do we call it a show? I don't fucking. I don't even know. I'm already messing this up. You call it whatever um, you want to call it, my man. I'm. You know what? It is now a game show. Spin the wheel, guys. Um, no. So. Uh, <laughs> On 3 View, what we do is we watch the first three episodes of any show. We kind of start with anime right now, but we watch first three episodes of any show. Kind of, you know, see how it plays out, see if it catches us. Because, the, you know, the, the background of the show is basically you get three uh, three episodes to watch. Cause you can't base something off of the first episode, but you also don't want to really watch the whole season just to see if you like it. That kind of, you know, that kind of can drag on a little bit, especially with some of these long-ass seasons, you know, 25, 30-episode seasons. Um, so that way, you know, we uh, we watch the first three episodes, see if they catch us. Newer episode, newer shows, you know, oh, are these shows good? Older older shows, oh, man, are they how they remembered it, you know? Uh, we got Dwayne, we got Kevin. Hello. Got a little voice guy, Craig. I don't know if you guys will have if you guys will ever see him, but fuck it, he's he's included until he's not. Um, and then me, myself, is Ryan. Um, today's episode is I'm just gonna say show. It's a show. I don't, even if we don't. Uh, today's episode is the anime Ningen Fushin. Apparently, oh god, this long ass title. Apparently, <laughs> disillusioned adventurers will save the world. That's a whole. That's a whole title. And that's not even mm-hmm. the longest title I've ever read either. No, it we're just feels into, like a we're mouthful. Into some light... Yeah, we're getting into some light. No... You should see some of the sh- shows I have on the roulette wheel this week. Um, <laughs> so let's let's start with the little introduction of the show. Ningen Fushin is a fantasy themed uh, RPG esque world. Like they don't. They're not technically a RPG kind of like kind of like an SAO or Dot Hack series, but they follow the guidelines. So close to Goblin Slayer, where you know it's kind of just integrated into their story. Or well, no, because I um, Overlord was technically a video game until it wasn't. Because um, that makes sense. What I just said. Um, so Ningen Fushin takes place in some fantasy world where there's a bunch of dungeons apparently. Like the whole the whole town is a labyrinth from what they explained it. And we got our we got our crew who uh, are the disillu- disillusioned adventurers. Um, and we'll get into that how that comes to play. Um, you know the the title is obviously a spoiler of the context but it literally tells you how it plays out in the very first episode so unlike trigun i can actually explain that part um so the origin of ningen fushin was actually a web turned light novel by shinta fuji um Hmm. it started in january of 2019 and it's still ongoing actually um Mm -hmm. And started getting light novel volumes in September of that year, but also started getting manga volumes of uh, in October of that same year. So it it got it caught popularity pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the, the website, but he actually originally was posting on a user. Oh, what did he say? What did it say? A user created, user oriented. Um, 
posting site. Um, a lot mm. of people kind of get their start there nowadays, I guess. Um, apparently, it's a pretty popular site. Um, I forgot to write down who was the artist for it, but I don't. I could. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna lie. This this part of it's actually gonna be a little shorter than the other episodes because I was having a hard time finding some of the background stuff on this this show. Um, Shinta Fuji, I don't believe worked on anything prior. I think this mm-hmm. is his first work. Um, it's a fairly it's a fairly well received series. Um, you know, nothing nothing groundbreaking. Um, mm-hmm. The premise was the most unique part about the show, from what I understood. Um, mm-hmm. So we got the anime just uh, just this year. Actually, it started in January. Um, mm. It was, and so here's the here's the part that I can, I'm confused about, and I don't know if it implies that there's going to be a sequel or if it's original content. But the anime was written and directed by a different person, Itsuki uh, Imazaki. I think that's how I wrote the name. Um, so the fact that he was essentially writing and directing the anime is like did because I I don't read the the manga or the light novel, so I don't know if it word for word <laughs> followed you know what that was. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Itsuki Imazaki, uh, he wrote and directed it, and he's actually worked on a lot of smaller titles, um, because he actually is a part of the animation, uh, crew, um, called Geek Toys. Geek Toys does, you know, like I said, a lot of the smaller stuff. Um, one, there are two bigger name titles that I've seen on their repertoire was Plunderer. And Data Live Four, they didn't work on the first three. They're work. They worked on four, and they're working on five. Huh. Um. Yeah, I figured Dwayne would know more what that means than I do, because I have no clue what that actually means. Like, is that the fourth <laughs> season? Is it like a you know, different? Is it a thing? Both. Both. Okay. Great. So Data that, Live started as <laughs> I believe a visual novel that got popular and got turned into an anime. But there's several different versions of it, and I believe the fourth one is like the fourth game or fourth iteration or something. And they do callbacks to some of the older girls that pop up in it. Okay, okay. But I believe that one's supposed to be all brand new content or some shit. And I think huh. in terms of if this, if they're an animation studio, I think that was the newest season that aired last year. Okay. Because when it came back. Yeah, I think that sounds yeah. about right. Um, but yeah, so they, you know, they, and they've done Plunderer. Plunderer wasn't, I never watched it fully, but like I've seen clips here and there. Plunderer wasn't too bad. It was just a really weird concept. That's the one where, um, you know, you had, a, you had like whatever and you had a number associated to it, how many times you did it or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. the main dude hit his was his, his initial number you saw was, oh, how many times you got rejected? And it was like, you know, like in the thousands. Um, mm-hmm. and because basically the higher the number, the more powerful you are or some mm-hmm. weird explanation. But then you find out, oh man, his sword has like 10 million, meaning he's killed 10 million people. And it's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Um, weird concept, but you know, it's not a bad watch from what I've understood. Um, okay. so here's, 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 here's some fun information <laughs> behind the show though. Um, so it was produced and co-animated by the company Seven. 
Now, mm. certain uh, cultured, we'll say, viewers might know who Seven is. Um, they did a lot of hentai. <laughs> oh, like I'm talking. Like I looked up their list, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh. Um, they did a lot of cultured animation, Ryan. That's, that's the proper it's, term. It's a part of the culture. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, and I'm talking. It's acquired like, reading. Talking lots of stuff. Like, oh my god, dude. Um, a lot of it wasn't that bad, honestly. I, I looked at some of those. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like that, and that's the, that's the crazy part, right? Before I get into the characters, that's, that's the, most of the information I could find on the show. Like that's that's how like like I went on to the Wikipedia, I went on to the fan wiki, I went on to like every, you know, named link I could click on for all these people and it was like this not a whole lot that I was giving me. Um Well it is still pretty new. it's probably like you said, it just hit it off, so there's still stuff popping up here and there. Yeah. Um they did so it actually ended in March. Um so I don't know mm-hmm. if they're gonna be doing a second season. Uh but it got like twelve episodes and Reviews for the most part were fairly positive, but you know nothing, you know nothing groundbreaking was in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, one critique that quite a few people had was the stiff animation. Um, That's fair. It had, and I'm not gonna lie, it had for me it had quite a bit of stiff animation. Uh, but I'll get into that when we get to the end of the episode discussions. Um, Going into some of the voice acting, uh, because we, you know, unlike the other shows where, I mean, you know, we had numerous characters, but I always go off of what I can find on main characters. And we had four main characters this time. So, Nick, the main... The Hold main... on before you oh. start that part. Go ahead. My bad. So, do we want to jump into the first episode since all four main characters appear there? before mm. you start explaining them. Hmm. Uh, I, you know, I'm okay with that. Okay. Um, Kevin, what is your opinion on that? Uh, what was the first episode? What happened first... in it? <laughs> Man, so, fucking yeah, so first that's, episode that's hurts my fucking on. feelings. That's what I'm going to say. That the, That's what we're going to work <laughs> on. Uh, that, you know, so our prior episodes, I didn't really describe the episodes, and so we just kind of got talking into it, and that kind of probably confuses people watching it. So we're going to start in implementing um, slight, uh, what would you say, intros? Little, little synopsis. Yeah, little there you go. summary of the episode. So with episode one, episode one is essentially the, the world building, backstories, um, an introduction of our four main characters um, because there are four main characters in this one um, in the show we learn how the world works to a degree um, it, it really didn't it, it explain the city and a light bit of purpose for it but overall I still didn't feel like it gave me a whole lot to go off of when I watched it um, I don't know if you guys felt differently um, mm-hmm. For me, it, for me, it felt like they tried to just throw too much into the first episode. Um, huh, like I said, yeah, you get, really? You, you get, you get some light introduction of the of the world. You get some light introduction of the city, which is what, what was it, Labyrinth City? Yeah. Yes. Um, 
you get a little bit of world building you find out like oh the lab the labyrinth city is a labyrinth itself and there's a bunch of these other mini labyrinths and dungeons inside of it that people go and you know take care of and that's the part where it's kind of like a where it plays like on the part where it's an mmo but it's not an mmo to them because mm -hmm. they make it they make it implied like oh these dungeons refresh just like mm -hmm. uh don maki that's what it is that's what i wanted mm -hmm. uh you know is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon is they do the same thing where it's not an mmo but they the characters act just like it's an mmo like they level up they talk about leveling up they talk about learning skills they talk about the dungeons that reset i don't know why i'm doing three on both hands it's stupid um but it's just it it feels like they didn't describe it as well as don maki did and i you know i shouldn't be comparing it it's its own thing but because it's got that you know slight comparable features it's just why i'm doing it um mm -hmm. so we start out with our you know the main main protagonist the swashbuckler nick he's like oh man you know my life is great oh my guild i love my guild i want to make it great oh i got a great girlfriend and then it just just smacks you in the face like everything just goes wrong like he got kicked out of the guild his girlfriend broke up with him and he basically became an idol otaku which that we'll get into that in a minute um and he you know he, he through circumstances he gets introduced to the other three main characters um Kevin, you had an interesting take, so I want you to go first on your opinion of the first episode. Uh, yeah, I mentioned to uh, I mentioned to Ryan a little, a little, I mentioned to both you guys a little earlier in, in, a, in a text chat that we have, where I was just like, yo, I don't like this shit. <laughs> the reason being is because it it hurts my fucking feelings of what these uh, what these characters have already kind of gone through. Uh, from the get go, mm -hmm. we get to uh, we get after they introduce themselves, or at least you know are in the same room with each other. We we get a little introduction of like where their backstories are. At least for three of the characters in the first episode, um, you just feel like like just these senses of betrayal, like a lot of just like just straight up betrayal is what it all just kind of boils down to for each character. But it's what they went through that really sucks as an ordeal. Um, what is it? The priest guy. He, um, he, he, his hurt hurt the most for me. He was just trying to be nice and polite to like a young, a young uh, girl. And she like takes it a little too far in the relationship. He's like, yo, I'm a man. And you're like a small child. I can't, I'm not down with that, which well, was very refreshing to man. hear. He's, you know, he's, he was a, he was a priest. So he, he swore to not even be in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like man of the even, even just aside from him being just a man and not, a, a not a child toucher. He was yeah. just, he's also, that's, that was part of his occupation. He just couldn't be in love regardless. Dude, and she got that, all butt that hurt. That little girl was petty as fuck. She got hell butt hurt. <laughs> that, and then fucking that girl gets was him, petty. basically gets him barred from the church. And, uh, freaking get, gets his ass kicked out of his own town which i think is the worst because everyone knows you everyone hears about what happened and it is ridiculous oh yeah he and they didn't they didn't believe a word he said they were like oh he had to be guilty you know why else it's like bro you guys didn't even try hey but he can, he can get it though let's bring that bartender lady back i liked her <laughs> 
I yeah, want her back. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> also, he should have totally kept the facial hair. I'm just going to say it. Um, Dude, yeah, the facial hair. I was like, yeah, yo, you got rid of that? Come on. Father Zem. Father Zem got screwed on that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm honestly and- really glad they didn't go the route that that it was implying. Like, yeah, sure, she accuses him of it. That's that's its own issues. But if this was a different show, they they would have just they would have just did it. <laughs> yeah, they would have just did it. If this was a redo it. of Healer, they would have absolutely have done it. <laughs> like, if this was a different show by a different team, they would have did it for that shock value. Yeah. And I'm very glad they didn't. Um, the mage Tiana, her. Her betrayal, you know, her her betrayal sucks, but, like, out of the four, definitely the lightest. Yeah. Um, because definitely she... one of those first world problem things. Yeah, hers was mostly, like, oh, my fiancé got jealous because I was more famous and skilled than he was, so he started spreading nasty rumors, and then, also, I have a resting bitch face, so people don't want to approach me. Well, didn't she also get um like, d- disavowed by the school she was she was uh tu- she's getting her tutelage from? So, see, that's the thing is it's uh, unless they talk about it in a later episode, nothing was said. Yeah, it's kind of just um, implied with her. It, it nothing was truly like, said. I just I, that was more implication on my part. Based based on how it reacted with her father, where like he looked like he was scolding her and then didn't even look at her leave, I. Th- think what happened was with the fiance he you know because he was like oh you're always bragging blah 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 i think he was talking you know i think the engagement was supposed to benefit her family and since you know he called it off because of this and that oh yeah she probably got blamed and because she got blamed she couldn't go to the school anymore and so she probably had to resign and that's why she got kicked off to fuck all that's right um, the old the the olden time thinking of getting married it's not about the love it's about what what kind of what kind of stable we can get when you guys are together mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's about the dowry it's always about yeah. the dowry um absolutely um so while she got betrayed pretty bad um of the four hers was definitely the lightest um but yeah dude dude needs to chill like Tiana, Tiana, I, I actually kind of like Tiana. Not as not a great character, not nothing unique, but I definitely liked her. Yeah. Um, mm. didn't deserve that. <laughs> None of them deserve whatever happened to him. Yeah, not at all. Um, I think out of all of them so far, Nick, I think like Nick, Nick. I was just, yeah. You know what? Go ahead. I was just about to mention him. Go for it. I was gonna say, yeah, Nick would probably be the closest one to kind of deserve, but like even then, it's like you know he was just. Ex- excited and you know wanted his guild to take off and so that's probably why he started to just low-key start taking charge where he could and to get kicked mm-hmm. out for that it's like uh come on guy you're being a little petty but i mean all, like he, he was just excelling world. he was just excelling at what he what he thought was the right was the right thing to do and his his yeah, team yeah. leader was like yo dog there can only be one of us stop stop re- stop like, riding my steez dog there's yeah, very yeah. clearly something else going on with that too. I'm sure it gets explained later on, but the way that they frame that shot and the way that he um that he brings up how he's act he's not acting like a real adventurer. There's there, there's something else going on. There. Well, to be oh, fair, yeah. when then, you do see you him, know, how he breaks down his okay. like his like actions and stuff uh, with the crew as mm-hmm. in later episodes, he he doesn't seem very adventure esque. He's very like. 
uh, black and white about the whole shtick, which is pretty cool because you'd think he'd be like really enchanted by it, but no, he's like he's like totally like brass tacks about everything. He's like, oh yeah, a slime can do this. Goblins mm-hmm. are like this, and uh, you just gotta go ahead and break off their skulls, and they're okay, and we can sell it for money. And it's like, oh mm-hmm. shit, like he knows yeah, his yeah. shit. Um, mm-hmm. and it, you know, it it sucks to see him have uh. PTSD from getting kicked out like when we you know when he was going to try and start an adventure with that one dude and then just immediately like freaked out like oh man my my mentor and father figure said I wasn't cut out to be an adventurer and you know just kind of let the mm-hmm. opportunity pass him by yeah um, but hey that auto girl is pretty uh what, what was her name a gate or whatever she was very pretty I liked her um I, oh, I, I, go ahead. I was gonna that that was something I wanted to touch on the weird little comedy gimmick thing that they're trying to go for. I don't think is as strong as it's being pushed, where um they all have their own little quirks with them. Um, I don't remember anybody's fucking name, so hold on. The the main <laughs> character being an idol fan. That's fucking weird. That's just, <laughs> it, that's fucking. It was kind of jarring. It like all of a sudden he's just like, "Oh yeah, I'm a big ass uh, fangirl of idols." Yeah. It's like, "Oh, okay, I guess." I mean, I want to. There are people I like that. Touch on that, but I want to wait till at least. I want to touch on that, but I want to wait till second episode because there's something in the second episode that really bothered me. So. Okay. And it and it yeah, ties in with the whole idol bit. Okay. Um. But yeah, just just. Okay, he's he's. They do the little back uh, the background thing, and he's sitting there and explains how he got into the idol part. She just happens upon him. Okay, that's weird, but that's not completely out of out of the blue. Oh, hey, come to this show; it'll cheer you up. And it's like, okay, that makes sense. Maybe she's trying to do a thing. I'm an idol, and we we, we want to help people. It's like, okay, Did... he literally. There's no framing that more than a day has passed. He literally just got betrayed. By two of the most important people in his life, this random person's coming up and's like, "Hey, come watch this thing. I won't betray you." Goes and watch yeah. the show. I'm obsessed with her now. She is. Yeah. She's, 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 that was really uh, jarring for me. It's so fucking weird. That I I, I thought we were doing and like see, uh, can... sorry. I, I just want to throw this in. I I thought we were doing like um. No no no. Go ahead. Like in that first episode, like a uh, like a oh you know like back and forth like this just happened not that long ago and now all of a sudden I'm into this. But this is how it actually happened. Mm-hmm. It, 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 the the pacing in that felt really jarring and just un and like just dis, dis, disorganized. And yeah, it did not feel like a whole lot of time had passed. Yeah, and see, and that's why that's why I said before we started getting the episodes, like the pacing just felt weird because in the first episode mm-hmm. alone, you're introduced to main character and you're like, oh, you think he's the main character? I mean, he's the main main character, but but then you also get thrown, and it's only like. Because what, without commercials, each episode's like 23 minutes or something? Yeah. Um, something like that. In the 23 minutes, you're given his backstory, Tiana's backstory, Zem's backstory, some world building, and what's going on. But it's just kind of like condensed. Like, I feel like... So, I, go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish. I was going to say what I feel like they should have done, especially based on, you know not going to talk too much about it until we get to it, but how they did episode three, I feel like what they should have done mm-hmm. was have first episode Nick and then how they met second episode be mm-hmm. Tiana and Zem. And then third episode, mm-hmm. how they did it with uh, Kuran. 
Okay. Yeah, I, the third episode when we get there is definitely a lot stronger in pace. Yeah. I can see why they did the first episode the way they did cuz it only got what 12 episodes uh, in the, in the season. 12 13. 12 13. So there's probably no guarantee there was going to be a second season when they when they were signed on. Probably had to get a lot of information out. Makes sense. Um I think piecemealing in the world building would have been a little bit better than how they did it giving you the bear the the base at the start i think was good just kind of like oh yeah this is the fantasy world and this is how it works and this town just happens to be a labyrinth it's quirky and i'm down for how they did the backstories all in the first episode because it puts us on the level leveled playing field i'm sure they're going to get fleshed out a little bit more but um i think that's also why i don't like the weird little quirks because like you said, they throw a lot of information at you at first, and so we start with him. He's in the fucking idol stands, and then it cuts back to how he got to the idol stands, and it's like, okay, well, why is he in the idol stands? Why do we need this scene? And then we we meet the the crew at the at the bar, and then we hear uh, what's her name? Fucking the mage, Tiana. 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 We hear her, we hear her backstory, and it's like, okay, that's that's a, that's if we make a long story short. That's all condensable. That makes sense. Why is she at the racetracks? Oh, she now has a gambling addiction. Oh, okay. All right. And then... Found a random-ass ticket, blow onto her leg, and now she has a gambling addiction. Yeah, like, I, like okay, it's one thing, maybe just show that to us instead of tell us that one. That one could have easily have been a... A um, show don't tell. In the second episode when we get to it. Yeah, they could have did, like, a little bit where she might have gotten a little too excited over a lottery ticket or some shit like that, you know? And then, um, same with, uh, same with the priest. His, his gimmick is that, um, he likes the women a little too much and they don't, they don't really do anything with him in terms of that. No, so they, like out of, out of all even, of them, I didn't even realize it was implied that he paid for money with, uh, what's her face until they were like, Oh, so you like the women too much? Like, Oh, Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, they mentioned they mentioned that he smelled like he came from a brothel when he first walks in. But oh, still. Huh, I forgot so about I, that. Yeah, so that that's that's what I wanted to get at. It's because he has one of the worst situations happen to him out of that group. Uh, you would think his his demeanor would change a little more than it did. You would think, okay, well, if his gimmick is that he's gonna like the women a little too much, you think he'd be a little more of a scumbag. Yeah, maybe a still more keep the virtue. Yeah, maybe keep the virtue of like, oh, someone's down. He's still there to help. He's still uh, he's still the priest that he once was. No, he's hella virtuous. But then a lady comes around and is like, hey, what you doing tonight? You know, like like. I I, I can understand keeping that that good nature out of him, but like just his whole world falling apart in the span of two days because he refer- he refused a fucking 13 year old like come on there there would be a little bit of spite in that man there would be a I, little bit of spite in that man just i would absolutely I, i'd probably punt the next little kid i saw i'm not even gonna lie to you like oh man yeah on a personal level his his hurt a little bit more than it needed to it was it exactly. felt it, he that felt a little like personal. Betrayal man, by a little story. girl. Uh, it never it never gets any any easier. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, when you get when when you get ousted for 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 the rape, that's like, come on, man, that's just not cool. No, it's not. Not at that all. little girl's a fucker. <laughs> yeah, 
like just because she got rejected like one little time and it's like you know it's like bro you're like you're maybe 14 max i mean i you know probably cons- age of consent in a medieval times is 10 i don't fucking know but like chill <laughs> chill you horny little Whatever twelve year old, I think I don't know. Uh, is it is it fair to call her horny? I mean, all she wanted was like a genuine relationship with this man. She mentioned she mentioned she wanted to be treated more like a woman. Oh, she did. You're right. Woman, that was the word. Because she, she tried to lift her skirt. Remember? Oh God, did she? I thought she was holding up more of those like raisinets no, or whatever. She, she, she. So she had the herbs and stuff, and she put them on the table. But then she started like slowly lifting her skirt, and he is like, "Whoa, whoa!" <laughs> Put that shit down. Yeah, That's funny. yeah. Um, but God. what's interesting about the first episode is you got those you got those rushed intros for the two, and the semi rushed or the semi explained backstory for Nick, because um, I think his gets brought up more and more as the episodes progress. But we didn't yeah, get anything cause... for Karan. We just got her like kind of like comedically drunk explaining certain things but you're like oh okay i don't know what she's on about yeah everyone everyone so got super blasted a... I, I fucking love that bit i'm like yeah that's how it should end that yeah that was a good ending too that everyone enjoying each other's company the what's the, what's the the solace among the this consoling i can't remember the phrase but basically uh those that go through a bad time finding solace in each other yeah, they did do a um a small little scene drawn of her backstory, and it was supposed to like be that little tease thing for when they actually get to it. I'm gonna mm-hmm. be completely honest with you. I figured that because they got we we got the priest and his was as bad as it was. I had I had like a small feeling in my stomach that hers was gonna go in a very very similar, similar direction. direction and episode. Episode three, very thankfully, did not did not go in that direction. So when we get there, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, jumping into episode, oh, I forgot to list the title of the episode one too. Episode one was a uh, disillusioned adventures. Episode they two, have title drops. Yeah. Episode no, two is the ultimate party is formed. Survivors. That's a pretty sick party name. I'm not gonna lie to you. The survivors, um, the survivor God, gu- group. Good. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. So in this episode, um, they form their party after, you know, coming together and be like, hey, this ain't right. We need to have our hobbies, right? And so they uh, they form a party together for four disillusioned people who, you know, talking about the first episode is how how they sync. Oh, I can't trust nobody that anime trope 101 right there. This, that's what this anime is. It's just. How many anime tropes can we fit in? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, not that they're bad. Not that they're bad. I'm not going to say that. They're just, mm-hmm. you know, they're tropes. predictable. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's what you like about so tropes, episode, that they're predictable. They true, mm-hmm. true. A lot of people, a lot of people get tired of tropes. I, you know, certain ones I love. I um, think, I think the way how it works is that as long as you can do it tastefully or at least like pace it well, you're in, the, you're in the clear. Yeah, because like we've we. It depends um, on how they're used. Like yeah. just going back with episode one real quick, like like you guys said, like the pacing and stuff. It's uh, 
it, it, it gets a little silly. They kind of break it down to you pretty quickly, and they slow it down a little bit, and they jump back into it. It, uh, it all kind of flies around. Um, with episode two, I feel like um, the pacing kind of gets like a little, a little middle, a little even. And we really get yeah. to enjoy a little bit more of not just these characters, but also the world they're involved in, which I think is really fun. See, I, I, you know, I'm glad that the second episode gave us, um, you know, a bit more world building and a, a decent of uh, character development. But then I also feel like the second episode had almost the same amount, if not a little more rushed story than the first episode did, because they kind of just had you, they almost force fed you, you know, how certain things work without showing to a degree how things work. Hmm. Um, and it's hard to explain what I'm talking okay. about. It's kind of hard to explain no. what I mean. But... No, I, I get what you're going at with that. I'm a little lost, but I the, I want to I want to hear more. <laughs> yeah, the, this episode was the um was the party is formed episode. So they're trying. It, it's the they're disillusioned, but they decide they're gonna try to form this party, and so they're going to um. This is the part where the team starts building. Mm-hmm. This is the building exercise. Yeah. And it's also a way for them to slow things down a little bit in one area to explain something else. And see, that's, that's where it comes, right? It's like, so yes, they slow down to explain how the party wants to be and, you know, how kind of, kind of the characters are, but the rushed part of it comes from the fact that, and I'm not going to be lying to you. Like, you know, I, I have I have notes for each episode so I can have this, some discussion points to focus on. Mm-hmm. I only have three lines of notes for episode two. So episode two, okay, going back to last week's episode of Trigun, right? Episode two was kind of the weaker of the three. That's the mm-hmm. same instance of this show. Episode two was definitely the weaker of the three. But to the point where at least Trigun still had a fun story going on with it. It was just, of the three, it was forgettable. But this one, I forgot I was watching it at some point. Okay. I, I looked up, I'm like, oh, that's right, the show is going. So I had to rewind. <laughs> and, um, and my reason for that, right, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll take a good portion of the talk for this episode, probably. Um, mm-hmm. My reason for that is because in the same episode, episode two, you learn why they form the party, what their, you know, their little rules are, of like, stay out of each other's business, you know, don't steal, this and that. Um, you know, they're learning how to fight the slimes, and, you know, because Tiana and Zem have never been in, in fights. Uh, Nick is mm-hmm. the, the more veteran, and Kuran is the powerhouse. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, they're... they're in. In one episode, they have they you know they're learning to be where they need to be for a lineup because obviously the mage needs to be kind of in the middle, healer in the back, mm-hmm. powerhouse in the front, mm-hmm. and they're all over the place. So Nick had to line up, and then he was describing how you take out the slimes, basically take the crystal, and mm-hmm. immediately the mage forgets about you know certain things, and she trips on one and gets spat in the face by the other, uh, gets pissed off shoots an ice bolt at the dragon chick, Karan, 
who then immediately they're like, oh, I thought I could trust you. Now I can't trust you at all. And they're like, well, I can't trust you either. And then not even 10 minutes later, they're back to like, oh, we're so cool with each other. It's, you know, we're, we got that, we got that understanding, not understanding. And it's just like, that could have, you know, one, that story bit could have waited maybe another episode and maybe got, maybe been more of the episode versus, so if they did the party forming and kind of did the training montage sort of thing, um, and then maybe, you know, next episode or maybe at the end of the episode or something, you know, that whole ice blast mm-hmm. hit, hits. And then that kind of where they end, like Karan's like, I thought I could trust, but then I can't. And then bam, credits. And then the next episode is them building up that trust again. I feel like that would have been a little better pacing. Um, mm-hmm. But it just, they did it. They did it all in one while also trying to tell you how to form a party and how this world works and how the dungeons need to be done. While also, mm-hmm. sh- you know, the very next dungeon was showing, you know, Nick and Karan's skills. And they immediately were like, oh, well, I can't, I don't, you know, jokingly, I was like, I don't know if I can trust Karan beca- or uh, Nick because he lied about how good he is at this stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's just, the pacing just felt weird to me. Like, it just, just no, wasn't. I get it. I get it. Does that make a little more sense now that I explained a little more, Kevin? What yeah, it does. I, I definitely agree, see. Just... No, no, no. I see where you're coming from. I, I definitely do. I just feel like because the pace was a little bit more action-y that I was able to kind of keep along with it a little bit better. But then, it, like you said, like it was a little bit jarring when they would like start doing this back and forth about trust, no trust. Uh, trusting and trust of others is a trust of trust. And it's like, all right, shut up. Just go back to killing monsters yeah. just for a couple more minutes, please. <laughs> Um, that dude, the shy squirrel cat receptionist, I'd die for her. Um, <laughs> I, I loved her. Um, but who I would absolutely die for. I would honestly, I almost would binge this series just for Karan because she is fucking adorable. That's a, she's, she's a the, the, dra- the dragon ear, right? Girl. The dragon. Yeah. I like her. She's great. She is a powerhouse. She is a dragon. She is has red hair. She's hot. She's goofy. She's fucking be be real, please. Like be real for me. Just you don't even have to you don't even have to like me. Just be real. And let me like oh yes, your precious pet pet. pet. <laughs> like I love her. I love Quran. Um, but that was that's the, so that's the basic premise of that was basically the entire episode just described in you know short little summary. Mm-hmm. Like there you know yeah there was some character development but like just not and i i get it's only the second episode but mm-hmm. they're trying to just like you said Dwayne, they, they probably weren't sure if they'd even get greenlit for another season if they even are because of the fact how they're doing the the writing but they're trying to give you backstory for four different you know what they're trying to portray as um complex characters Mm-hmm. But also trying to keep in their twelve episode time frame, and that's that really that's really hurting them. And that's not that's not their fault, you know. They there's always restrictions with animes. Um, any any animes like the Twin Star Exorcist anime, the manga still going. The anime lasted one season because the producers were like, well, or whoever in charge, I'm not sure, was like, well, you got this much time, so they had mm-hmm. to they had to throw in 
And they were way... Like, I think the anime came out when they were only in Volume 8, and they're now Volume 30. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they only lasted so long. But... So they were probably trying to crunch what they could within what they had. Um, mm-hmm. So before we get into Episode 3, one thing that... How I said I wanted to wait till episode... I keep playing with these scissors. Um... <laughs> It's a, good, my, it's a good thing my karambit knife is on the other end of this table, or else I'd probably be twirling that and stabbing myself in the cheek or something. Oh my um, goodness. I need to get you a fidget cube, man. Yeah, let's not do that. Yeah. Uh, then you'd hear all the clicking on the, the microphone. There are silent um, options. There are silent options on a fidget cube. That's what makes them so versatile <laughs> and, and, and epic. Um, <laughs> so with the, with the idol bit from episode one, right? Like how it was just really jarring. Because like, it didn't even look like a like a fantasy themed idol like it was just straight up a japanese no that was yeah it was like a yeah, japanese it was just a, idol it was just thing and and see that's the thing that another thing that bothered me in episode two was that first dungeon with the slimes the whole dungeon aside from when you got an outside view of what it looked like looked exactly like a high school it did oh they, thank god somebody else in, said they that they were in a hall they were in a hallway with windows. Granted, they had windows above them, which it wasn't a ceiling. So, obviously, it wasn't like a high school high school. But, like, the whole setting looked like a high school. And I'm like, where where are we right now? Like, what is the design of this world? Maybe it's the budget. Because mm-hmm. literally, I see, I, I that could be. And that's something I wanted to tie in because um, the animators geek toy you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna discredit them like i said they had some fun animes uh but plunderer had the same thing it was set in a fantasy-like world and then had some modern day stuff and granted there's a plot reason for that that i'm not gonna explain because that's not the anime we're watching but there was a plot reason for that so it made a little bit more sense than this did this one was literally they're walking through what looks like a high school there's an idol group there you know why you know that's that's the part where it's like i needed a little bit more of a world building or at least a slight explanation mm-hmm. um because it was a very and you know it also could be because you know um going back to the co-animators seven um they do a lot of school themes for their cultured shows <laughs> so that might have played a part i don't know um and it's not that i'm going to say it was a bad choice because it's an easy choice school hallways are very at least in anime and i don't know i've never been to a japanese high school before so i don't think i would be allowed in one either um but at least in animes, they're always seen as these fairly blank canvases because it gives you the opportunity to focus on the characters. You know, mm-hmm. that's what that's what a lot of things with these animes do is they always like to try and go with a more bare bone background so you focus on the characters. Well, to be fair, it works. Tommy can't communicate. Yeah, yeah, it did. It did. And you know, you focused on the four very uniquely designed characters versus you know the beige and orange background weird color combination for a background by the way um 
So, but yeah, so that's that's kind of where the whole thing, you know, it's like, where what setting are we in? Because we got idols, dungeons, monsters, schools. You know what what's what's it supposed to look like? It's you know? fantasy mm-hmm. with a twist. <laughs> I don't know if Kev wants to chime in his thoughts for episode two, but yeah, I was going to say fantasy. It's very possible. Like we don't know anything about the light novel. We don't know anything about the web. There could be a story reason for this too. It could also just be that he likes idols and thought those were fun school. Those are fun dungeon designs and said, fuck it. Yeah. I mean, what works works, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I would like to go last on episode two because I'm, because I understand where you were getting at, Ryan, but I would completely disagree, and I think episode two is the stronger of the three, but that's... Really? Me. Yeah. See, that's kind okay. of where, where I was starting with at first. I mean, Ryan's kind of kind of dissuaded me a bit in the way I thought about it, because it's like, oh, you know what? Yeah, there was a couple of times where it's like, we could we could really do with less of this and, more, and some more action. But um, mm-hmm. at the same time, like, it, it kept my interest going, like... The few times the interest got heightened for me was when we got backstories of our main crew in, in episode one, and when they all shouted out their little mantra at, at the same time on accident at the bar. Um, in episode two, we get a lot more action. We get a lot more breakdown of just like what how these people are thinking. We get more from Nick, which is pretty fun, and um, we just get a little bit more of an idea of how this world kind of works out. Mm-hmm. Um. It's kind of all I really got to say. I had a really good time with episode two compared to one. Um, so, Dwayne, you go ahead and take it away. I mean. <laughs> all right. So, with episode two being the more, um, like Kev said, the more action-oriented one, the action definitely is where I got to watch a lot more of the animation shine. Yes, there is there is some stilted animation in here. You could tell that they were on a time crunch in some cases, and there was probably some animators that just didn't know what to do or the director didn't know how to do the shot. But we did get, in certain shots, really good... Bless you, Bella. We did get really good, um, really good shots, really good animation for, um, like, the, the dragon girl's attack at the, with, the, with the ogre near the end of the episode that was a really good animated set sure it could it could have been better but from what they were giving us it was really good when um what's his name nick why the fuck is his name nick <laughs> um, <laughs> we're in a fantasy world and you got tiana fucking what, what's his name fen zem and zem and what's her other what, what's the dragon kin's name karuma karuna Karan. Karan, okay, these are fantasy names, and then fucking Nick shows. Hell up. yeah, Nick. Anyway, <laughs> our regular, our when regular he was normal going boy. Through, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> when they were fighting the goblins, it was um, I don't know who was directing that scene, but it was really fluid. It was short, but it was really fluid. It was. When he was slicing through. Yeah, there. I'll I'll give it to that. Yeah. There, there was there. There's some good shots in there. The, the whoever's directing, I don't know if there was a couple lead directors in certain areas, and whoever was the lead animator in certain areas. But there, there's some talent in there. If they get chance to shine, maybe later on in the se- in the series when they have a better handle of how the characters are supposed to move, it'll look better. But um, I I liked getting to see um, I like getting to see them in a different element other than my life sucks, and so. 
getting to see Nick explain and do the little tutorial thing. Sure, it's um, it could have been uh, it could have been given out a little better with the way that the world building aspect of it was introduced. But it worked. It works in my way. In my opinion, the two have never been in a dungeon. What's the What's the first thing they do? Let's go to a level one dungeon. We are going to fight slimes. This is how you beat them. Oh, they're very weak. Well, of course they're very weak. Despite never being in a dungeon, our professions have gotten us to a point to where we are at a level where these things won't bother us. But you've never been in a dungeon, so we need to explain how a dungeon works because if you just rush in, you're going to get fucked up. It's adventuring 101 kind of thing. How a Goblin Slayer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And, um, so, of course... Tiana being the nobleman the the noble woman excelling in magic can kill any of those slimes literally with one spell could probably level that whole dungeon by herself she's going to get a little a little um a little antsy oh, a little irritated a little cocky a little cocky she trips on the one slime the other one spits on her face she's going to get irritated she's going to show them what's what oh yeah sure well, there's no kill like overkill. Let me just fire off one of my stronger spells. And not paying attention, of course, is going to aim it towards whoever was in front. And like like you said, Ryan, they're still learning positioning. So that fucked up and um, put Karan in a position to where she thinks she's being attacked. Which is another hint towards her backstory, which I'm glad they did in episode three. Because if they dragged that out another episode, I don't think I would have cared. I'll be honest with you. I don't think Very I would have cared. No Very. <laughs> and so, um, I think if um, they had saved that for a little later in the episode instead of doing it so early, the betrayal aspect would work. Not necessarily end on it, but definitely use it to transition better into Karan's backstory. I think that would have been um, a better way to do that. But um, it's only natural that something like that was going to happen. It's only natural that at some point they were going to distrust each other. It's not unusual Um, to lose trust in everyone. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Especially since they were all betrayed the way that they were. And um, taking a page out of uh, Konosuba, even though... um, it's an isekai, so it's its own little thing. There is a montage segment in it where it shows the two main characters go to work, go eat dinner, go to bed, and each day, though it's the exact same, they do the same thing at work with slight variations here and there, eat the same things at dinner with slight variations here and there, they go to bed, and the variations of going to bed is you see them upgrade where they're staying. So at first they're sleeping on hay. Then they get blankets because they can afford blankets. Then they get a little bed because they can afford a bed, etc., etc., etc. I think if instead of having them run through three dungeons in rapid succession and say that was it, if they had did the slime dungeon, slime dungeon was complete, no problems, small little montage into the goblin dungeon 
small little dungeon in, or montage into something else and then back to the goblins again to fight the ogre i think would have been a little little bit better with the pacing but they were on top of the world building there they wanted to work out the characters as well so we know they were betrayed so now let's how do they start building trust in one another in a way that is believable airing out grievances i like that just saying hey this is what I'm good at. This is what I'm bad at. I know I can't trust humanity, but if we're going to be a team, I need you to know where my weaknesses are. So if something happens, you can either cover it or make sure that I am aware that that's going to happen. I I like that idea. They want to trust each other. And so they're doing that specifically to try to trust each other, knowing full well they could be betrayed at any moment. And I'm so... So, so glad the slime scene didn't end up in the obvious way that it could have gone. Yeah, that's done pretty tastefully. I'm so glad. These... It, it's so tastefully. She tripped over the slime. That could have been a very easy, oops, it's all over me scene. Same with it spitting on her face. I am so glad that they didn't do that. Because I don't think I could have taken the rest of this show seriously if they did that. That is 100% no, very... fair. Very fair. <laughs> and then um, I going back to the goblins to finish up. I really did like how they fought the goblins. That they just kind of started to overwhelm them. That is a good way to to just kind of a good way to show the two most inexperienced just how bad things can go if you're not prepared. They were ready for uh, they were ready for goblins. They were ready for goblins to gang up on them. They were not necessarily ready for an ogre. Mm-hmm. And so the first the first thought was even, hey, can we even handle this? Should we try to leave? In which the response is, if we leave, the nearest village is going to get fucked up. So we kind of don't have a choice here. And those two being inexperienced, they wouldn't have thought of any of that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I really like them showing off that kind of stuff. So that's why, in my opinion, the, the second episode was a lot stronger. I do think I do think Quran should have been a little less trusting by the end of it. I think she started trusting a little too soon. I think it would have been better if um again, if they led into her backstory, which is the start of episode three and then she starts trusting them more at the end of episode three i think that would have been I think, a better way to write that i think that w- i agree completely i think that would have been better pacing um yeah it's explained in episode three that she is very easily trusting even when certain things happen but it just but even still because yeah, the think... premise of the show you would think it would warrant like make her warm up a little slower not even just the premise of the show. I'll you because I'm done with season oh, season two. Fuck episode two. <laughs> so I'll lead into episode three with this. Episode three is the episode where we see Karan's backstory, and basically she comes into town. Her whole ta- um her whole tribe is passed down through generations. They have been told, "Hey, we need to get strong enough to go and help out who we believe is the chosen one." So. Her story is that she makes it into uh, one of the towns, meets a man. I forget his fucking name. Doesn't really matter. 
Kalios. And she thinks he is the chosen one. He, she thinks he is the one she's supposed to dedicate her life to. This man is is shown to be virtuous, trusting, all the stuff you would expect him to be based on the bishy look they gave him. And she's the strongest of the group, which makes sense. She's a she's a dragonkin. They're naturally stronger than most people. And she's um, she wants to put her trust, her full trust into that. It's a tradition thing. She likes him. There's hints that there might be more liking in there, like a little bit of an affection thing. But she really wants to trust him. They go into a dungeon. It is implied that... Um, that they know what's going on in this dungeon, that they've been there before, they read up on it or something. They fight this very, very tough boss monster, a giant snake in a jar. And it's, for lack of a better term, because they're using a lot of video game stuff, it's mechanic is that if you hit the jar, it gets mad and attacks. While it's in the jar, it doesn't take damage. And when it senses it's going to die... It shoots out a very, very powerful poison. And so her betrayal was, well, she's strong, right? She can take it, right? And they let her take the full front of the poison and they leave her for dead. Another thing, too, to remember is that, um, was it episode, I think it was episode two when they met the, um, the guild head lady. Um, yeah. They said that she came back from a C rank, uh, dungeon did they mention it was c rank mm-hmm. i didn't know what the what yeah the they mentioned that they mentioned that. that she came back solo from a c rank dungeon granted if she had to fight anything after the snake i don't remember it implying that but you know that was a whole ordeal yeah. um, but according to them that's unheard very unheard of yeah especially because so you're starting that's... at what would what'd they start at g and they moved they moved up to f after defeating the first two yeah dungeons? something that's like correct. that because yeah. I think G is essentially zero. Mm-hmm. So, you know, G, F, if they do E, D, C. You know, that was, compared to where they're at right now, that's, you know. It's pretty up there. Yeah. Um. So, first off, my, unless, Kevin, do you want to go before me? I'll, I can go last. Um. On this episode? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, you go ahead. Okay. Why is everyone so fucking scummy? <laughs> it's it's one of those. The the merchant, the, 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 everyone's little backstories, like. You never trust merchants. That, that one I'll give it. Merchants can be real bad. Merchants are assholes. Especially if they, if they, especially if they smell fresh meat. Oh, she God, clearly didn't know what she was doing, so he was like, ah, I can get some fucking money I, out of this. I get it, but damn, bro, like, everyone is so scummy in this world. Um, One thing, too, by the way, uh, the reason I knew not to trust Kalios is because he looked like a Fortnite skin. Um, Oh, my fucking God, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> he... What I sw- actually, you know what? I have that Fortnite skin. If you put black hair on him, that is the that is the um oh god, what the hell's the name? Uh, Gino from the last battle pass because I have that battle. Pa- I had that battle pass. Uh, the Jesus fucking Christ. chosen, I think. <laughs> oh, that was loud. 
Um, he looks like a he looks like a Fortnite skin. Like, I swear he to does, and I, hate I it. I'm gonna I'm gonna post a picture of him, and I'm gonna post a picture of that one Fortnite skin I'm talking about in our chat. And I'm gonna show you what I mean. He looks just like him. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm like. I don't like the way he looks like a Fortnite skin. Is something bad's gonna happen? And sure enough, you know, he'd never trust a Fortnite skin. Um, but why would he? Why would he screw over a loyal powerhouse like that girl? Looked like she would die for you, and you tried to actually do that by betraying her. I think what they wanted was her treasure. She was clearly the the dragon hoarding thing her bag had a lot of precious had a lot of gems in it from the shot they showed I, i'm fairly certain that's what they wanted they wanted that and whatever spoils came from that snake and they knew they couldn't just take it from her i because she'd beat the shit out of all of them i i i guess but like i mean she, think about it she tanked that snake hit i honestly i'd been like you know what you, you, you're coming with you, you even if we have to do that a couple more times we're we're gonna we're gonna beat this out of you like you know be a smarter villain that's that's what you gotta do people is you gotta be smarter villains not that guy don't be a fortnite skin um well they didn't they didn't expect her to live true to be fair true she didn't look like she'd make it that's that's intimidating by the way is the fact that she did live she's over here crawling out with mm-hmm. like <laughs> I I would be if I ever found out she lived and I tried to do that shit I'd be gone I'd be like no mm-mm. bye different job <laughs> side note um I would very much like it if Karan didn't sound childish like she is I understand that she's supposed to, I understand she's supposed to be innocent and inexperienced and that is why they gave her a childlike voice i would have preferred it wasn't as childlike that's just me that's a me thing um that's fair um i i think the reason why i like Karan is because of that like that's that's always just been something i've adored out of characters it's it's a dumb trope but it's what i adore Mm -hmm. um kevin i think your favorite character of the episode i'm gonna say it right now uh, was Fifths the the solo eater dude? He was chill. I I I like that he was it. just kind of he was just very laid back. Favorite. Like just just like I thought I thought he was so cool. Just I mean, and he was you know I loved how he was even he figured out what was going on and he was like low key looking out for her. Yeah, he just kept dropping yeah, hints to her throughout the not. time we got to hang out with her, and it was it was kind of cute. I was like, yeah. "Oh, he notices this guy is this guy's all right. He's he's cool in my book." Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I I would honestly I'd follow a whole show just on him. Really, like he he seemed like a really cool character to follow. Um, yeah, I hope as the show continues, he he at least makes another appearance. Just uh, and hopefully he's not a piece of shit like everyone else seems to turn out to be I in the show. So. I would hope so too, because they were so inclined to bring the idol back, and that was supposed to be the main character's reason to try to start trusting people again. Mm-hmm. This guy at least had a bit. I, I think this guy had a better opportunity for that with Quran. Just always, he he was pretty much trying to um, help her out in his own way. Yeah, and I think that's better than how the idol thing was handled. I like the reason, you know. Yeah, it's not I, so ham-fisted. I like him because 
What was that? Sorry, uh, I was saying it's not so ham-fisted like, uh, like with the idol. The yeah. idol just kind of yeah. like dropped in, just like, yo, what up, manic pixie girl here? Here's a card. Have fun. See you, fucker. And this guy like mm-hmm. casually kind of strolls in, and then we get to kind of get an explanation as to who he was, what he's doing, and uh, why he's out on his own. And it's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, granted, he obviously didn't know her financial situation, so he was just like, oh, yeah, I'd recommend this food. Oh, I recommend we should get a new cave so we're not dirty when we go into a thing. Oh, man, we should definitely do that. You know, I was like, oh, he's he's watching out for her. And obviously, he's mm-hmm. because she's not being direct, he's trying not to be direct. Mm-hmm. And she's also very clueless, and she's like, oh, I should totally take notes of what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, because they're, he's directing at you. Um, as much as you don't like the idol bit too much, I'm assuming, Dwayne, um, she it's was just also... weird. No, it's, it's, it is weird. Um, I think she was in a pretty good MVP of that episode because she was dropping some really good, uh, facts for the guy to follow. Um. Yeah, and I, I was gonna wait till we got there, but it's why I brought up the whole childlike <laughs> thing. It, it, cause... It sound because the way it resolves with Quran's um, response about the pendant and everything makes her sound more mature. Her voice doesn't match it, and I think that's what bothers me the most. Um, did you did you ever did you watch at least a clip or something of the English dub? Because I think you probably would like the English dub of her voice a little better. I watched. I, might, I watched I the English dub. To the English dub. That's what I watched. Yeah. Okay. How did you like their voices? I uh, I actually liked Being them quite here. a bit. Um, I didn't have any real uh, struggles okay. or troubles keeping up with everybody. Everyone was distinct in their own in their own way, shape, or form. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone sounded nice. I uh, I I don't have any serious qualms with the, with the English dub. If you prefer English dubs because of a you know reading issue with like subtitles and stuff like that, I think it's a pretty good dub. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've been I've I've been meaning to give the the dub a try just because I want to hear the difference. I've been doing that a lot more with mm-hmm. with the shows now that it's more available. Um, I do think the English vo- English the Japanese voices fit who they had except for Karan, but that's again that's a me thing. I feel like her should have been it. It doesn't have to necessarily be a deeper mature woman's just deeper than it was. Yeah, for, yeah. That that that's a me thing. Um. So, let's let's talk about the voice actors now that we got through what the characters, who they are, and what they do. Um. So I'm gonna start with Nick, and we'll go down in a certain order. Um. Nick, okay. his his Japanese voice actor is uh, Yusuke Kobayashi. Um, and this dude is one of the definitions mm-hmm. of main characters here are just three of his notable roles okay (coughs) and some of these might not really mean much to uh kevin but Dwayne, i think you know all of these uh subaru from re-zero okay senku from dr stone fucking all right byleth from fire emblem I haven't heard the Japanese voice for Violet, but I... Okay. I was wondering why his voice sounded familiar, and it's fucking Senku. Um, All right. 
his his English voice actor though is is interesting. I because it's his name is uh, I I my handwriting is god awful. Um, his name his first name is Kieran. I Kieran. I can't remember how I wrote his last name. Flitten looks like an F. Um, he did not have a page, so I don't know. Oh shit! Hold on, that name sounds really familiar. Yeah, I couldn't find anything on him right away. Um, I could have probably tried to search up more, st- more in a different, like on different websites and stuff. But like, from what I searched on the wiki and the Wikipedia and all that stuff, I couldn't find anything. And I didn't. I wasn't sure if he had an IMBD. Is that the site? IMDb. Okay, I think I'm different. Think of a different yeah. person. Kieran. What did you say his last name was? Finton. Flitten. Flitten. I think that was his. He might be new. Yeah, he might. He might be. So there was. There really wasn't much to go off of. And not that he was bad. He. I think he sounded pretty good. But I just. I don't have any reference of him. I don't. You know. No. No age. No. How long has he been doing this? You know stuff. So it's like if the, you know if he's a brand new voice actor, I think he's got good places mm. to go. Um, okay. With Tiana, um, her Japanese voice actress was uh, Sayumi Watabe. Um, her biggest notable role, which even I'm not even gonna lie to you, is not a notable notable role, um, hmm. was the character Freezing. That's her first name. I forget her last name. Uh, from mm-hmm. Combat Combatants Will Be Dispatched. Okay. Um. And her English voice actress is actually a little bit more of a bigger name, uh, Christina mm. Kelly. She played Kelly. she played Yamato in Kantai Collection. Uh, okay. She was Alpha in Eminence of Shadow, or Eminence in Shadow, mm-hmm. and also Mine from A Kame Ga Kill. Those are some of the bigger names that I recognized. Um, some mm-hmm. of the other animation she's been in I've never heard of, or I don't know who the characters were. Um, well, to give us some stuff to add to the list. <laughs> oh, absolutely, Dwayne. We have there are so many animes to not even like even just even if we were to move away from other anime, there's like other shows like like cartoons and stuff. Just, there's so just you wait. So many things to add. Like we will just we will wait. not ever in our lives be out of content. <laughs> just you wait. I've got trash waiting. Oh, I'm sure you do. <laughs> it's going on the roulette wheel, so it might be a minute till it gets picked. Um, oh, don't worry. We'll get there. Oh, it's, when it's Dwayne's birthday month, he's just going to put all trash anime that we're going to have to force to watch. Who wants to join my Bible Black Club? <laughs> no, we're... No. No. <laughs> nah. I've got, I've got others. We'll, don't you worry. We'll do, we'll do R. We're not doing A. Um, you're joking, anyway. right? <laughs> you're absolutely joking, right? About not seeing Bible Black, or it's it's peak fiction, though. I don't know about that. <laughs> Look, I've gone I've gone this hey. far in my life without having seen a Bible Black. I'm okay with it going a little bit longer. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, Kevin, the animation on Bible Black is ace. 
<laughs> if we hit if we hit the spin, I uh if if it's on the board and we hit the spin, I'm just not gonna be in the episode that night. It's not, it's gonna, it's be, not gonna, gonna be the... busy that week. Gonna go on vacation. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna not, take a small I'm not trip. Putting adult, I'm not putting adult <laughs> shows. Are you I, sure? Not, you know what? Yes, I'm sure. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm not even gonna put like you know as as fun as it is. I'm not even gonna put. Uh, God, what the hell is the what? Dwayne, what is the proper name for the the Monster Brothel review anime? Oh, Interspecies Reviewers? Yes. That one's actually good. That one's really good, but it has nudity. Hey, stop. Shut the fuck up. Is this... They're, they're... Is this a censored version? That, yeah. Censored. <laughs> Don't sound so disappointed. Oh, I'm not disappointed. I'm just... You, you're trying to call it censored. Um... Yeah, it's so Getting off topic. Shut... Two stop talking about porn, you little horny bastard. <laughs> <laughs> um going on to uh kuran um mm-hmm. her japanese voice actress was actually i don't know if she was new new because i think she had some like she had some roles throughout but sayaka mm-hmm. kikuchi um nothing nothing notable notable it was a lot of small roles like um it was village girl or you know um Little girl A, or you know, uh, storekeep B, stuff like that. Like only a handful of her characters that she voiced had actual names. Um. So I was noticeable, was... notable ones. <sighs> Nothing I can remember. I had like she was she was the female warrior, the big buff warrior chick at the end of Goblin Slayer. I didn't get to the end of Goblin Slayer. That's, you know, that, 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 but that, okay. that's one I had. Um, but her English voice actor. Her English voice actor. Um, it's kind of up there. Uh, Brittany Korbowski. I don't know if that name mm. sounds familiar to any of you, but... Mm. Uh, Dwayne, she was in One Piece. Do you want to take a guess? She was in One Piece. I haven't watched Dub One Piece since episode 200, so that could be just about it. <laughs> she was uh, she was a fairly prominent character to a point. A fairly prominent character to a point. Fuck. <laughs> Is she Big Mom? No. No, no, no. No. Ish. Well, this is unfair. He hasn't watched that dub since like fucking 800 episodes but ago. See, that's the thing is, that's, that's the thing is, um, you know, it would definitely be an episode he saw with her in it. Was she Vivi? No. Actually, you know what? I don't. What? She was going Mary. Uh, how the fuck was I supposed to? Thank I you. I, I wanted to see how long it. <laughs> I just wanted to see how long you were gonna guess where you gave up. Um, I think I heard the going Mary's English voice once, and then the episodes like I got caught up in English and immediately switched to Japanese to catch back up with the rest. Um, 
Yeah, so she Black. was she was going Mary in One Piece. Uh, she was Black Star in Soul Eater. She was Pride. Why didn't you say Soul Eater? <laughs> because it was you're the One Piece guy. I gotta mess with you with One Piece. There's like fucking a thousand sixty eight episodes, my dude. I don't care. How many. That's your problem. That's what that is. That's. No, it's the dub's problem, because I stopped. I caught up when we were barely hitting 500, so. Um, <laughs> I've been caught up. Yeah, she was, so she was Black Star in Soul Eater. She was Pride uh-huh. in Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, uh, the little, the little oh, kid. Um, yeah. Wendy from Fairy Tale. Uh, was it you or was it huh. Chris that liked Flip Flappers? I feel like it was you. It was me. Okay, I she was dubbed. Okay, she was Papika. Oh, I don't, I don't know which character that is. I haven't seen Flip Flappers. Um, oh, we'll get there. It's good. Okay, um, and then Kevin, uh, she was Rimuru from Reincarnated as Slime. See, I, I was just, I was oh. looking shit up right now while he was in. I saw that. I was like, oh, why, hey, I know that why one. Gotta cheat. Why you gotta cheat? Because <laughs> I, I want to learn. T- um, I, I, she ha- I she's, do know that one. She's act, you know, that's only the the main main notable notable ones that I feel like had the biggest impact. But she's a lot of roles, like a lot of main characters too. Like, mm-hmm. I would I would honestly say Brittany is probably up there with Laura Bailey in terms of role count. Laura Bailey is okay. Laura Bailey is the female. Um, I don't want to say. Uh, his name uh dude the dude who voiced uh, edward elric that oh vic mignana i would say laura mm-hmm. bailey was the female vic mignana but she's also not a, a piece of crap um i'm gonna get a lot of hate for people who vouch for vic mignana but i really just don't like vic mignana not even like i'm surprised what's that i was gonna say i'm surprised you didn't go for troy baker see troy baker is is not in nearly as many roles um, but then again, I actually don't even know how many roles Vic Mignogna is in. I know he does a lot of video games, or did a lot of video game stuff. Anime, mm-hmm. his biggest one, I think, was Edward Elric. And he played he played it okay. I'm not going to lie. It was, he like, was Broly, too. Oh, that's right. He was Broly in that one. Um, yeah, I mean, because I mean, honestly, there's really not even... I don't even think there's a male voice actor for anime that's been in as much stuff as Laura Bailey has. Maybe, what maybe about, Troy Baker getting close. What about Johnny Young Bosch? Johnny Young Bosch actually does a lot more video game stuff than anime. That's true. Um. Yeah. Well, no, because Steve Bloom is just in everything. You can't count him. He's he's everything. <laughs> um, hey man, don't okay. discount my boy because he's in everything. That motherfucker gets around for a good reason. He's it. He's it. He's gonna. Oh God, is it? I think it's Ahsoka. He's gonna be in the Ahsoka show as his character from Star Wars Rebels, the big purple alien dude. He's he's excited. he's excited for that. He likes that. <laughs> um, I'm excited for that. I love Steve Blue. Steve Blue, if you're if you're watching this, I love you. Um, <laughs> going back to our characters because I I love going on tangents. Tangents are fun. Um, our last main character, Zem bothers them uh his japanese voice actress is shunichi toki 
Um, another mm-hmm. character with a lot of, or a lot of person with a lot of uh, smaller roles. However, he sings the intro. Oh, neat. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got, he does his own, he does music. Um, a lot of the songs are actually pretty good, too. I listened to a couple of them early. Um, but, like, just, just a lot of small roles, um, which, um, honestly, the, I, for what it was, you know, I think the voice actors, the Japanese voice actors, for sure, and, you know, I, the English voice actors, too, um, they mm-hmm. did really well with what they were given. Um, I think... I think they had a good cast, especially for people that are just, for a couple of these people, it seems like they're just getting into voice acting. I think they had a really good cast. Mm-hmm. Um, That's good. Landon McDonald is his English voice actor. And there is, again, another person who I could not find anything on. Um, I don't oh, know. Yeah. I don't know what else he might have voiced. Um, I didn't delve too hard into his stuff, but yeah, like there was. He had he didn't have a, a page that I could find, um, hmm. but still he did he did a pretty good job on it. Um, there have there has been a lot of breakout uh, voice actors and mm-hmm. actresses in the last couple of years. A lot of new and a lot of new talent popping up. I want to get into voice acting, but I don't have a good voice. <laughs> anyway. It's more acting than voice. That's true, and you know I like to pretend i'm good at things like that um and y'all gotta let me know when i start looking like a whore <laughs> what my shirt keeps dropping you gotta let me know when i'm looking like a whore i ah, know we need we need <laughs> we need some fan service Wayne. You, you know you you know it ain't coming for me speaking of the uh speaking of the intro and outro um i meant to touch on this earlier the intro i think is really um visually i think it's really nice it does a good job of summarizing everything that we're about to see and then the little predictive stuff to it a lot of intros spoil everything if you look too hard into them but i think it does a good job of getting its message across um the outro though is a crying detriment to my enjoyment of the show because it is showing a version of the show that i would much rather watch (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm not saying that I, I was gonna I'm s- not saying that because this is bad. I'm saying it because instead of it being um I love my fantasy. I am a, I am an RPG nerd. I will take fantasy over much of anything in any way. But watching them be a startup band is so much more interesting to me I, than whatever I'm, I'm is going on I'm not going to lie to you, Dwayne. Right I, I wasn't sure where that was going to go because I love the outro. I thought the song was great. I love how they were doing the the weird like little cutout puppet things. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the outro. I would, I would, I'm on, I'm on board with that. I would absolutely watch an an Ingen Fushin spinoff where they're a startup band. I think that would yes, be very if, fun. If he does a spinoff and it is just that outro where they're a startup band trying to make it in the world fucking sign me up <laughs> y'all just need to watch uh that fucking that fucking anime where, where the girls are just doing metal guitars bochi the rock yeah is I that love, bochi the rock yeah, y'all, I good. y'all just want bochi so good you gotta have it's your so, bochi that's going on the, that's going on the roulette wheel at some point um, hell okay. yeah i actually want to give that show a I shot love, i'll, I'll make bochi this excuse rock. to to watch that um 
Yeah, that, that, that outro rocks. Part, Kevin is. That's the fun of it. Is, that's what the show is about: is having us try a new anime too. Uh, yeah, no, the the intro and outro I thought were really good. Um, I love the I love the sound of the music. I love the I love the visuals. Um, I said it early on, but just the animation of the anime felt stiff at points, and mm-hmm. some of the story beats just felt rushed, and so it was just kind of like. Yeah, the characters had really good chemistry, and I liked what they were doing with, you know, their backstory parts. But it just, to a point, I almost felt like I was forcing myself to finish it. Oh, yeah. Um, And it's not not so much like it was bad. Like, it wasn't bad. Mm -hmm. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't... It didn't grip you. It didn't stand out. Yeah, it it didn't stand out compared to other shows I watch in the genre. Mm-hmm. Um, the most unique part about it was the fact that they all got screwed over and they came together over it. And you know, yeah, that's a that's a fun premise to start on, but you can't make that the entire show. It's like if it's like if every guy who got summoned and rises as a shield hero, uh, got fucked over at the same time, and yeah. they all became homies. Yeah. And. And, you know, like, I it, not that this is an isekai, but it kind of gives a slight isekai vibe. I love isekais. You know, I, mm-hmm. I've watched, God, how many isekais do I watch? It's, it's insane. And I still watch too more. Um, I was going to say too many. There's like eight of them each season now. <laughs> that's what's selling. I mean, what, when Sword Art came out, how many video game-themed animes and whatnots did we get? Which blew his sword out out of the water quickly after that, but fucking sword art. Um, and you know, <laughs> and you know, I'm gonna say that's not even to say sword art's bad. It was actually a pretty decent watch for most of it. It's not a terrible I, show. I, it just ruins a lot of things say, for me. Would I say skip the uh, fairy arc? Absolutely, because Gun Gale Online was way better. But the fairy arc has the best ending to an arc. <laughs> you can't tell me otherwise. Oh no, Kevin it... knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh man, I, I could I, I, look. I'm still butthurt. They turned my my uh, my my war maiden goddess into a goddamn uh, into a goddamn damsel in distress. I was so pissed about that. Yeah. Yeah, they, they fucked her. That ruined oh, they, it for me. That. that ruined it for me. They I was like, man, fuck this had... show. Okay, slight tangent. Um, Kevin, I will say they gave her a good amount of justice in the uh, what's the War of the Underworld arc? That's the, the final. That's the one of the next seasons. Yeah, they gave they gave from the alkalization stuff. Yes, yes, that's the second half of that. They gave her some okay. pretty good justice. Also, they got graphic with that season. Like people oh, I'm were get, sure. Like people were like getting stabbed to the face and they were showing everything and like losing their arms and stuff it got it was graphic i'm not gonna lie um but going back to negan fusion um yeah overall i just it wasn't a terrible anime i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say it was even a bad anime it just didn't grip me um i will say it's a solid it's a solid seven out of ten you know high Mm -hmm. high six low seven for me um I would recommend get people give it a try because maybe, maybe you know, like you guys obviously saw, you know, you guys like 
the animation. You guys liked uh, some of the pacing and stuff. I personally, I just, it wasn't for me. Um, mm-hmm. Will I, you know, continue it? You know, prop maybe. Um, depending on, if I haven't really been catching up on anything, I'm behind on a lot of shows. Um, but it's just, it's not, it's one of those ones where I feel like I could watch it later. Like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not enthralled. Yeah, you're not um, pressed for time to watch it. You're like, eh, if yeah. I'm bored, I'll watch it. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, it felt it almost it, it almost felt like a chore that I had to finish it. And you know, maybe that's also because of the fact that we are doing it for this podcast. But you know, Trigun, um, reincarnated as a slime. I look forward to those i'm like oh man it is time i have to watch it like i would absolutely binge those animes if i had the time (laughs) Mm -hmm. this one it's just it just it didn't it didn't catch me like i don't know okay oh that's fair very fair how about you kev did it catch you you know uh i'm gonna give this one a bit more of a shot i uh I don't have uh, a lot of real, uh, real, real qualms with this uh, with this show so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we like we've gone over all all of our beats and points together. Where uh, you know it's it's got some it's got some pacing, but uh, like some some struggles here and there. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Maybe visually, it's not my favorite show to watch. Uh, coming mm-hmm. off of what we got with Trigun and G Gundam, where it's very stylized, like 80s, 90s era. Uh, an, uh, anime, uh, comparing it to this, where it's uh, it's a lot more of what yeah. we get nowadays. It's your it's your bread and butter uh, fantasy show. Um, yeah, it's quite different. Yeah, it is, but it's it's not bad. And I've seen stuff like this before, so I'm I'm willing to give it a shot to see where it goes along. I mean, we've already finished what three episodes altogether, so mm-hmm. we've got like nine or ten more to go, which is pretty cool. I didn't know we only had that many, and if that's as much as we've got, sure, I'll give it a watch through. What about you, bud? Okay. I'm not going to lie. Um, at the end of episode three, I was, I was turned around on it. So episode two got me it got me a lot more interested to see where what they're gonna do, and then episode three hit me. I I'm I'm actually gonna watch more of it probably throughout uh, the weekend. I'm gonna be busy this weekend, but I'll use it as some downtime. I'll probably swap it over to the dub, check that out. But no, I'm 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 gonna continue it. I'm gonna I'm actually gonna try to finish it. If I if I don't finish it this really, week, you guys will have to let me ha- let me know how it goes. For sure, I'm I'm. <laughs> I don't want to say I'm invested, but I am interested to see where it goes. I, I it like I said, the second episode brought up some stuff that I really liked, and then the third episode, though much slower because the whole episode focused on them trying to get Quran spirits back up. It it did hit me and it did strike a chord with me. So I, I it got me. So I'm I'm definitely gonna keep going. Okay. So. So where are we you know, watching like, it all yeah. right now? Uh, are we watching it mostly on uh, on Crunchyroll? Because I don't believe there's yeah, an think, official I release. Think that's the only place it's yes, um, Ningen Fushin was actually uh, signed off with through Country Crunchyroll. So was it one of Crunchyroll's exclusives? Yeah, okay. and 
I don't think there's anywhere else you could watch it aside from pirate sites. You might be able to, now that the season is over, if the DVDs and Blu-rays are available, you might be able to, through Amazon, if you rent or buy it. And there are like tons of other websites you can go to to where you can probably find it for relatively, if not similar prices. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And honestly, now that some of my finances is cleared up, depending on how how it goes, depending on what shows we pop up, um, you know, I might look into other apps um, like High Dive because High Dive's got a High Dive's got a lot of good anime that I want to watch. I'm not gonna lie; I didn't realize how many animes are on there that I want to see. Um, so slight shill for High Dive. In fact, um, before it fucking shit the bed, Verve was what I used to use, and it was a really good service. Ah, uh, good used old to have it, Verve. At first, it had Crunchyroll and Funimation, and then. Uh, what was it? Was it Sony that bought Funimation? Whoever bought Funimation pulled out, and then Verve had High Dive, mm. and so High Dive has a lot of the um, a lot of the older ones that don't get picked up as easily, but they have been getting a lot more exclusive things. If you Ryan tried to do a High Dive um, subscription, I might get one with you. Because one of the things I keep hearing about High Dive that I'm interested in trying out, there's a watch party mode. Hmm. So if we ever do um, something for like movie night or if we, as a whole, looking to do something, we can watch party and it'll start it at the same time and we'll be, regardless of discrepancies in internet and stuff, it'll keep us all synced. Okay. Um, Yeah, I'll have to to look into that. Because, in fact... um, the reason I want High Dive is, one, because that's where you can watch uh, Season 4 of Don Maki. Um, I really want to watch yes. that because Season 4 looks dope. <laughs> Kevin, um, how I, is it wrong to pick up Girls in a Dungeon? Is a really good anime. Um, it's, it's goofy, <laughs> and a lot of people don't like uh, the main goddess, but what a title. I love that show. It's it's fun to watch. A lot of Americans don't like the main goddess. She was a fucking sensation over in Japan. Oh yeah, she was she was a lolly with big boobs, like you know, opai lolly. People love that stuff over there. Um, well, I like big tits. Big tits but, are great. But also because um, the new anime, like this, okay, this anime dropped. Be careful yeah. with those. I, I, I got it. <laughs> You two put this this down, man. (laughs) I'm gonna get you a fidget toy, bro. That's that's obnoxiously (laughs) scary to watch. (laughs) Um, so this anime dropped yesterday, and already Mm -hmm. within like like six or seven hours of its drop, topped the my anime list. Like it dethroned Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. (sighs) <sighs> oh is it that uh it's oshinoko oh my god yeah dude. i've I'm... been seeing some people the animation of this series the story everything about it it just it's like i kind of don't even want to roll for it i just want to put it on the next weeks but i want to be fair i want to be fair i want to because we have a lot of actually new animes on our list today um, but I want to talk about Oshinoko for just a little bit because it just it just looks really good. Um, crazy enough, the reason I have it on this list is because you know our our normal thing is you know 
first three episodes. Mm-hmm. The first episode is, according to everything I could find, is almost 90 minutes long. Which, if you do the time, is almost five episodes worth of content. So I'm like... Four and a half. I was like, eh, it, it, it counts. I don't care. It counts. Because <laughs> if you're watching almost, you know, if you're watching four and a half episodes of one episode, I, I screw it. I'm going to count it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if it was one of those shows where the, the episodes are 40 minutes, like The Mandalorian or, you know, Game of Thrones or whatever, I'd say mm-hmm. two, the first two episodes should be good enough for our content. If we want to watch all three, I'd be down with that too. But mm-hmm. Oshinoko being 90 minutes long, and I don't know how long the next episode's going to be, but Oshinoko being 90 minutes long, I'm like, I, I think that can count. I think that can get an exception, especially because... You know, by the time we do watch it, episode two will be out. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I've always, I, you know, I try to keep the the podcast, you know, ambiguous on when we, re- you know, when we record these and post them. It's kind of hard when, mm-hmm. you know, because every li- every anime on the on the roulette wheel this week, and this is how I kind of want to go about it. If you guys agree, taking time out of the podcast mm-hmm. for that. Um, sure. Since April or since spring anime is just started and. Most of them are now finally on their third episodes, um, mm-hmm. at least for, you know, like maybe a month, month and a half. I want to do nothing but new mm-hmm. spring anime because that way we can also kind of see the new stuff that's coming out. But I don't want to like just keep yeah. doing new stuff because we'll never get through the spring anime by the time the summer anime starts. And then, mm-hmm. in, you know, even when even if we're not doing like second seasons or new seasons of whatever, it's there's still a lot of new stuff to see that you know mm-hmm. so that's that's my take if you guys do, if you guys agree with that or disagree with that we can talk about that on the the discord but i think that's what we should do is you know only like not every show but try to fit in when we can especially if we're going to start doing the two episodes we talked about if we want to try that for next week um yeah no i'm down that's another thing we can try and if it if it t- if it runs on too long then we just don't do it again um yeah, we can we can watch, we can talk logistics later, but I'm down for that. It'll keep us a little more in the loop too, mm-hmm. with some of the new stuff going out. Some people are gonna be waiting for the whole season to drop anyway to binge it. So yeah, yeah, and like I said, it's not like we're here doing a whole season review. We're just you know we're just watching the first three episodes to see if it, if it hooks us. Does mm-hmm. my camera fall? see the roulette wheel? Oh my uh, my Glade air freshener sprayer thingy whatever um fun fact still spray uh, after this real quick no because there's nothing in it you see that little bottle right there between the two ichigos (laughs) for replace i I bought that for a replacement um for my glade thing and it's too short so it doesn't fit in the glade thing so when it when it's supposed to automatically spray it's like and it doesn't spray and so it's like you fucking useless now huh dang i hate i hate these stupid sprayers because they every couple of years they change the size and so the old model is abs- obsolete and these things aren't cheap like they're not terribly expensive but they're not cheap either I'm not buying a new one every goddamn anyway um so yeah are we are we good to do two shows next week or we just want to keep it to the one Jesus Christ man that's a lot of homework <laughs> um Dwayne what do you say I'll I'll go with whatever you go with. 
Let's do one this week, and then we can one, do two the week. One after. more, one one more week of one. Okay. Yeah, one more week of one. One more week of one. All right. So let me let me mute so I can spin this without killing my audio. Ah, oh, I missed the kickback. <laughs> that was a good spin, though. Holy shit! We'll be back. What do we get? What do we get? What do we get? Okay, okay. Hold on. I want to. I want to hold on. This hold is the up. fourth fucking week that it's landed on red. I'm getting kind of annoyed. Like red is my favorite color. I'm getting a little pissed off right now. Like, nah, bro. That's your favorite color, dude. This is a this is a cinch. We're getting cinched right now, Dwayne. This is all rigged. It's rigged. It's rated. <laughs> I'm not even, you know, I could be I could be completely unfair, and I could put all my favorite anime on red too, just to fuck with right. you guys. But um, why you never get red again after that? Oh my god, wouldn't that be the <laughs> shit? Yeah, I'm gonna put bleach on red, blue, motherfucker. <laughs> so what do we get? Um, <laughs> Oshinoko. Oh, okay, sure. Was that not just the anime you were just uh, talking about, or am I tripping? I I literally was just I was literally just talking about it. You know, and I, I thought about that too. I'm like, I should probably not put that on red, even if I want to see it, because it's gonna fucking land on red. There you go, Oshinoko. Red every every fucking time. <laughs> you know what it is? It's 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 this spring. The spring is so stiff. So, like, because if, if I spin this, right, if I lift up the spring and I just spin it, it'll spin. Just keep spinning. Uh, I mean, it's got to stop somehow. Yeah. And then... And it still lands on red! What the fuck?! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we're keeping that in. <laughs> Rigged. Waited. Su- super rigged. Conspiracy. Shut up! I'm not trying. Stop the vote. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not red trying, triangles I for swear. everyone, bro. Nothing but red triangles. Oh man. Yeah, because uh, on our on my li- on the list, right? We have uh, my clueless first friend, which is a really wholesome. Uh, I think they're elementary school kids. Really wholesome show. I think I think Kevin would get a kick out of it the most because he really liked the bochi or not bochi uh i think we just got the manga for that one did you nice yeah it's pretty i think so i i so i haven't watched any of these like for the for the new season animes i don't want to watch a single one as much as i really want to watch hell's paradise because that fucking thing looks so goddamn good um but i haven't watched any of these and i'm not gonna watch them at least until after we do our rotation of the the spring anime um Mm -hmm. but yeah, so I picked a bunch of a bunch of the new animes that we ha- that I know I haven't seen. Dwayne, you might have seen a couple of them so- yet. I don't know. Um, Not yet, no. Yeah, we got so we got my my clueless first friend, uh, my home hero. This one's gonna be Kevin's, right? Um, okay. That's the that's the one where uh, the the daughter is getting abused and the dad steps in. Um, I think I posted a, a trailer for it in the anime discord and I think I even tagged, no, I tagged Jacob and Patrick. I should have tagged Kevin in it because Kevin would like that one. We got Hell's mm. Paradise. Um, my love story with Yamada Kun at level 99. So I try to pick a, a good variety. Um, so, so Oshinoko, um, well, I guess I'm going to have to get a high dive now. I think that's the only place to watch it at the moment. 
Is it? Let me let me do a little research. Yeah, I know I know it's not, not on Crunchyroll. So um we'll definitely have to figure out how we can watch that for next week. But anyway, um so yeah, that's the Yeah, looks like a tie dive. That's our that's our content right now. Um any last minute things, any little outros? I don't have a fun soda to try this time. Um <laughs> It's okay. I think so we can no, say you we you made up for it for the uh, extra spin that also landed on red. <laughs> oh god, that was pretty lol, dude. That looked, that looked hella rigged. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but oh, I mean, yeah, god. I think I think we're all good for tonight, man. All right, I think so. Sounds good. So we'll see everyone next week. See you then. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>